0: Settling is not an option for me. Everything I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? <laughs> because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And I'm going to be really transparent with you guys before I get into today's episode. I recorded, edited, finalized, uploaded the episode for today earlier this week. And it is Saturday night right now. I'm not having an amazing day today. Let's just put it that way. And I'm laying on the couch watching a Christmas movie. And for some reason, it just came to my head that I'm like, I am not obsessed with the episode that I put together for Monday. Like, I'm really just not obsessed with it. And I just stopped the movie, jumped up. It is exactly 8.33 p.m., by the way. Stopped the movie, jumped up, came to my desk, deleted the episode that's already been uploaded. It's obviously it was scheduled to go live. So, you know, you pre-schedule it. So I deleted it so that it was no longer on the schedule. Went into my For the Girls files on my computer, deleted all the files for this week's episode. And here I am just starting over. Like, I don't, I didn't really feel like I loved the episode when I did it, but After I edited it down, I was like, okay, that wasn't bad. Like I got rid of all the stuff that I didn't really love about it. But then I'm sitting on the couch like, no, if I'm not obsessed, it's not going out. That's it. If it is not an A plus on the assignment, it is not getting turned in. Like I would never put my name on a paper or a test that I didn't feel completely confident in when I was a student in school. I always made sure to get straight A's. And that is just the type of person that I am. And so I don't know why it just came over me right now that I'm like, I don't care that it's Saturday night. Get your ass to the computer and start again. (laughs) Your listeners deserve a better episode that you are obsessed with. So the title of today's episode is A Closed Mouth Doesn't Get Fed. And I hope that you guys know what that means. Because of course, it has a literal meaning to it. But we're talking figuratively, right? The real saying is about Getting what you want out of life asking for what you want out of life and I want to talk to you guys about why you're not manifesting the things that you want your dream life the things that you say that you want you want to have this you want to have that but you keep your mouth shut and a closed mouth doesn't get fed you know what they say an open mouth is an open business you only get what you ask for so I'll cover professional life personal life all that kind of stuff because ultimately you need to be the same way in all aspects of your life. Now I'm going to talk professionally first, I want to get into business and seeing success and all that good stuff. So first things first, there is a huge difference. There are many, 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 many differences between a successful person and an unsuccessful person. There are many reasons why there's less people at the top there are less people who see results there are less people who become millionaires and billionaires and ultimately see the dream life come to fruition and there's a reason why so many people never see that sort of growth and always kind of stay below average or just average you know they never get to the above average results there's a reason why there are these differences first things first one of the two between a successful and an unsuccessful person one of the two pretty much demands their dream life they ask for it they self-promote they pitch people they advertise they market they open their mouth they talk about it every chance that they get they are a walking billboard for themselves you know who they are and what they represent they do it shamelessly they do it proudly and they they are this person like Their work is just effortlessly and seamlessly part of their life. It is part of their existence. They are not an individual person who has a business. They are not just a person who also goes to work and has a job. They are that person. They are a business person. They are a successful person. They align their work with who they are as a human being. And then the other one out of the two to compare doesn't even come close. They are not intentional with what they do. They haven't really even set clarity to themselves on what their goals are. They see the successful person have the life that they would ideally like to have. They see someone traveling, nice cars, money, nice clothes, the community, like they just see someone being super successful. So ideally, they're like, okay, yeah, I want that. That's the life that I want. But they are so dismissive of the hard work and effort that actually has to go into achieving that. They don't really plan or prepare for anything. They don't talk about it. They hardly self-promote. They are more concerned with what someone is saying about them or thinking about them than they are with letting people know that they have something to offer people and they just play really 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 small they just kind of stay to themselves because they have a plan b plan c plan d they have an escape route they have an exit strategy they are comfortable knowing if this doesn't work out i could just fall back on this job if this doesn't come to fruition It's okay, I'm not really gonna tell too many people until I see if I have results coming from it, which is like so crazy. They wanna wait to get results before they really start making it known that this is what they're doing now before they start advertising it. They say, oh, let me just wait and see first. Then I will really make it a known thing, then I'll talk about it. But I mean, that's kinda, now I'm just going off on a little bit of a tangent, but they think that that's how it's gonna work and that's just simply not how it's going to work. You're not gonna see results, you're not gonna see success, when no one even knows that you have something to offer them. You gotta do what? Open your mouth and ask for it because a closed mouth does not get fed. In this sort of topic, I love to talk about the Kardashians. I love to talk about Kim and Kylie compared to the other Kardashians and Jenners. This is the perfect scenario because everyone loves, to make excuses for why Kim and Kylie are so rich and so famous. Obviously, ultimately the Kardashians are a famous family. They've had Keeping Up With The Kardashians for 20 years. I think they had it for 20 years. They have been in the public spotlight for a very long time. But hear me out. They wouldn't be famous because of the fact that Rob Kardashian was OJ's lawyer. They wouldn't be famous because of the fact that Kim has a sex tape. And I'm so done with people who say that. It is so frustrating and irritating. There are thousands upon thousands of children to celebrity lawyers, to high profile case lawyers. They would all be famous if that were the case. The Kardashians are not who they are today because of the fact that 20 plus years ago, Rob Kardashian was OJ Simpson's lawyer. Maybe that peaked their publicity, but that would have been it back in the 90s. That would have been said and done. We would have been over it by now if that were the end of that. And then we have Kim Kardashian's sex tape, however many years ago that was. Probably also 20 years ago. I think that she was in her 20s when she did that, and now she's like 40 years old, I'm pretty sure. Whatever the case is, it was a very long time ago. There are thousands of people who had leaked sex tapes, they would all be famous if that were the case. It's blasphemy to me that people like to use that excuse. So now we're already scratching that whole idea. That's already out the window. Let's fast forward, Keeping Up With The Kardashians comes out. They are definitely not the first to put on a reality TV show revolved around their lives, but they are the most successful to do it. Why? Because of their work ethic. I don't care what anyone says. They work so hard. All of them pretty much have built businesses in their own names, brands in their own names. They've all built something for themselves, right? Kris Jenner, their mother, worked really, really hard to get them to keep growing, to keep going, to keep having more brand deals, to keep having more photo shoots, to go on and on and on and on. Their work ethic is what kept keeping up with the Kardashians going further than any other reality show has ever gone. So no one is going to tell me that the Kardashians are famous because of a sex tape or because of a lawyer. So now we already know that their fame and their fortune comes from their work ethic tied into the show. Of course, the show was very entertaining and interesting, but it really came down to how much they really worked for it, right? So now let's break it down even further. So they're all pretty much famous and they're all pretty much rich we already got that but there are only two who became billionaires kim and kylie and what i am going to say right now again i don't think anybody can argue with me on none of them courtney kendall chloe rob have worked a fraction of how hard Kim and Kylie work. These two self-promote every single day. They are on Instagram building their platforms to build their businesses every day. They've gone through controversy. They've gone through scandal. They've gone through rumors. They've gone through way more hatred and judgments than anybody else ever will. Yet you watch their story and they're like, so Skim just came out with a new launch and Kylie Cosmetics just came out with the stormy collection, you know, like they just keep it going. They are so intentional with everything that they do. They have multiple successful businesses, multiple successful brands and platforms. It's not like they just come out with businesses and leave it at that. They build brands on these businesses. Kim has skims and KKW beauty. Kylie has her cosmetics and her skincare and her baby line now, and her swimwear line now, like they just keep it going because they build sustainable brands for their businesses because they are so, so, so intentional with what they do. They understood the assignment to the T. And when people try to discredit their fame and their billionaire status, it's irritating to me because I see it as throughout the whole Keeping Up With The Kardashian show, Kim's argument with her sisters was always that they don't work hard enough. Everyone knows that the infamous Kim and Courtney fight, maybe if you had a business that you were passionate about, then you would know what it takes to run a fucking business, but you don't. So don't even act like you know what I'm talking about. Why? Because Courtney was being difficult. She was having excuses. Oh, I don't want to be here at this time. This is not a priority to me. Yes, they all have money and fame because obviously by association and obviously they do have things. Chloe has good american courtney has push i'm not gonna downplay the the fact that they work and have businesses of course they do but there's something that separates a billionaire from a millionaire there's something that separates a millionaire from a thousandaire there are just things that separate people from these tiers of success and you're not going to become a billionaire by association period if you open your mouth the way that Kim and kylie have opened their mouths and asked for and demanded the success that that they have today, then you're going to see those results. And maybe Kourtney Kardashian has a pretty big platform and a pretty successful business by association, but she's never gonna be on Kim and Kylie's level because she doesn't ask for things the way that Kim and Kylie ask for things. Now, let me just make this clear. I would very much switch positions with Kourtney Kardashian, I would very much take her fame and her fortune if if that were the life that, you know, if, if it were that easy, sure, I would go ahead and do that. But at the end of the day, there's no way to justify and explain why someone is famous or rich or more successful and someone else is not. It simply comes down to the work ethic and it simply comes down to being your biggest spokesperson. Being your own walking billboard. I never understood people who get annoyed or mad at people who self-promote. Like the people who unfollow you, judge you, talk about you because all you do, all she does is promote her business. All she does is post about herself. All she does is share these products. Every single day she's talking about this and that. People say that to me in a joking way. Like If I go out and see people that I haven't seen for a while or see guys they're like, oh, you know, I follow you. But sometimes I, I just can't watch your stories. All you talk about is your your business. Well, are you going to promote my business? I have goals. I have bills to pay. I have dreams to achieve. Why, Why is it like funny to you that I promote my business a lot? That is my life. And like I said in the beginning, when you compare successful from unsuccessful, successful people are so intentional that their work and their business and their career just seamlessly and effortlessly fits into their lifestyle. So yes, they're going to talk about it every day because every day it's a part of their life. The unsuccessful person is one foot in and one foot out. So maybe they don't promote their product as much because on Tuesday, their priorities are somewhere else. And then on Wednesday, they pop in to do their hair care routine. And then on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, ugh, I'm tired, I'm exhausted. They're not showcasing it. It's very clear then why they are not seeing the same results because they are simply not asking for it. So I think that this should be a major, major, major gut check and reality check. I hosted a call probably like a year ago. It was before I moved to Miami. And I asked all the people on the call because every single person on that call has their own business promoting these products. I said, how many of you guys are proud of what you do? You're obsessed with what you do. And the chat box is just going wild, wild, wild. Say that I said like, oh, type a one in the chat. There were like a thousand ones in the chat. One, 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 one me, 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 me. I'm so proud, I'm so obsessed. And then I wait for the silence. And then I say, okay, How many of you can say that all the people in your life know how proud and obsessed you are? Crickets. How many people in your life know that this is your pride and joy and you are so obsessed that you are living for this business and these products every single day? Silence. I said, yeah, you love it. You're proud of it. But there's still something holding you back that you're afraid of this rejection and judgment and opinions that you're not opening your mouth and telling people what you have to offer. When someone says to you, what's new? You still say, not much. How about you? But that's not the answer. What's new? I have a business. I have products. I would love to talk with you about them. I actually think that you would love these products or actually think that you would love working with me. You know, you're not even telling people when they directly ask you. What have you been up to? Ah, same old. I know that we all are a little bit guilty of that because we think, oh, they don't wanna be bothered. Oh, they're so busy. Oh, they're a mom, they have their hands full. Oh, they um, shop at Sephora. They'd much rather buy products from Sephora. They're not gonna get the products from me. Everyone loves to justify and explain why they don't open their mouth to someone. But then all you're doing is losing out on a sale. You're losing out on a loyal customer. You're losing out on a potential business partner. You are missing out on a transaction into your business that will ultimately help you see the success that you are not seeing because you decided to keep your mouth closed. And a closed mouth ain't gonna get fit. Now let's talk about asking for the life that you want when it comes to your personal life your friendships, your relationships, romantic, platonic, the people that you surround yourself with, all that stuff. I'm gonna say something a little controversial, but that sits on my mind quite often. And I'm not gonna lie as, I don't know if it's because I'm an Aquarius, I don't know if it's as an Aquarius or as just a very honest and real person. I don't know what it is, but it bothers me so much when people keep their mouths shut because they say they are quote, quote, too nice. Oh, it honestly upsets me because it's almost as if me being honest or being real invalidates me as a nice person. I'm a nice person. I'm an amazing friend. I'm a really good person to have in your corner. I'm loyal, I'm truthful, I'm honest. I defend my people, I have everyone's back, I'm there for you, I do anything and everything for my people. I'm that type of friend who will bend over backwards, take the shirt off my back and go above and beyond for you. And I think that's pretty damn nice. I make you feel good about yourself, I compliment you, I hype you up, I am all my best friends, biggest cheerleaders, but guess what I'm not? Someone who's going to lie to you just because I'm too nice to get involved. I'm not going to keep my mouth shut because it's the easier option. The easier route never pays well. Let's put it that way. It's like thinking about work. The easier route doesn't pay as well as the harder route, right? That applies to friendships and people and relationships. It's almost like opening your mouth to being honest with people about your standards, your expectations, whether you want to be involved or something or not makes you not nice and i think that's a load of bullshit i think it's a cop-out and i think it's a load of bullshit i think that a lot of people hide behind the i'm too nice cover up as a thing to let them just keep their mouth shut and not actually vocalize or ask for what they want whereas for me people don't really come to me or bother me with drama because of the fact that i make it very clear No, no, no. I'm not the one. You're not going to talk shit about my friends to me. You're not going to complain to me about something that has nothing to do with me. I am just not the one for you to come to with bullshit. Of course, I have my friends' backs in a normal way, you know, when there's something going on, a boyfriend or whatever that they need to talk about. But you know what I'm talking about? Like gossip and drama, like negative energy type stuff. I'm just simply never involved in. People just simply don't come to me over it because I will directly say, you can't talk to me about this. Like I will say, I think that you're wrong. Sorry, I'm not the one to come to because I can't have this conversation with you. When someone will try to talk bad about my friend to me, I will stop it and say, "Uh -uh uh-uh-uh, like that is my friend. You are not talking shit about my friend to me. I love them. So you could go talk to somebody else about them, not me. And yeah, it makes people feel uncomfortable, But that's not my problem. That doesn't make me not nice because I made you feel uncomfortable. I am just setting the boundary and I am making it known what I want out of my friendships and my relationships and my community. And I love that saying, if someone talked bad about me to you, why were they so comfortable telling you? Why were they comfortable confiding in you about a negative conversation about me? That's the bigger question, not what they said, the fact that you allowed them to say it to me, that shows fakeness, not niceness. You know, I don't see that as, yeah, she's too nice that she let them talk shit about me to them. That doesn't make you nice. It definitely doesn't make you nice to me. (laughs) Maybe you were being nice to them to just sugarcoat and fluff up their comfort level. You were just afraid of, of hurting their comfort level. But I don't know. That's just not the concern to me being too nice to that person. The concern to me is more about making sure people know my standards, how I treat people and how I want people to treat me. And you can't waste my time with negative energy. I just think I do a pretty good job of making that very clear. And the same with dating. A lot of people Say to me, Oh my God, like I can't believe that you said that to a guy when I tell a guy basically that they are way too low effort for me or that we are just not aligned or not on the same page. Girls say, I wish I could say that. Oh, I'm too nice. What? I don't, I'm not even being a bitch when I say this to guys. And sometimes I really could be a bitch. Trust me when I say, I can definitely be a bitch. I am not shy to say that. But I'm also self aware enough to know. you have no idea I'm actually being being really nice with how I just said that to him so when people say oh I'm too nice I'm like well then you're gonna settle for the shit you don't want in a relationship because you were too nice to ask for your standards to be met and your expectations to be met like that's crazy to me I want to give A scenario that just happened to me this week some of you guys might have seen it on my story because I did end up posting it but this is so bizarre so this is why I'm so done with these dating apps to be honest I never really began I never really started so it's hard to be done with something that you never really began with but I just can't do it I can't do it they are they don't work for me So I matched with this guy on Hinge who kept messaging me, but then I went away. So of course, I wasn't really responsive. And he says to me, Oh, should I still be making an effort for you? You know, I don't hear from you. So I said, Well, I like a guy who makes effort. Obviously, I've been away. So I wasn't really on my phone. But yeah, I like effort. So if you want to date me so bad, you want to see me so bad, then yes, you should be making an effort for me. That just goes without saying. So, yes, I like a guy who makes high effort. Not ashamed to say that. So, then we start texting. He's texting me a little bit every day and he asked me to get dinner with him in the city. So, I thought, nice, New York City. You know, I live in Hoboken now. I love New York City, obviously. Amazing restaurants. So, sounds great. Not someone who's going to just find a convenient option. I hate when guys do that. They just figure something out out of convenience. But someone who's going to make an effort that maybe this isn't the most convenient route, but it's the more upscale route. It's a nicer route to go. Chef's kiss. We love that. So now this is a hinge date that I've never met. We haven't had too many conversations. We don't know each other all that well. So... I'm making it very clear that I don't have my car at this point. Because now I've dated guys since high school. And since high school, I mean, I've always had guys pick me up in the car. That was just how you did it back then. I mean, everyone picked you up. Now, guys usually just send me an Uber, unless they ask if I want to get picked up. And I say yes. Sometimes I just say, yeah, you know, you could come get me on the way. But sometimes I don't really know them all that well, whether it's set up, whatever. So that might be a little awkward. It might be better for us to just meet in person for the first time rather than you get me in the car. So it's always been split up. I Any guy that I ever date that I personally know or have met a couple of times, they always pick me up. If we've only met once or twice or we've never met at all, then they just send me an Uber. There have also definitely been dates when I drive because, I don't know, I mean, I don't really drink, it's local, there's nothing wrong with me driving myself to a date sometimes, that's, that's fine, it's not a big deal, so now I'm making it known to this guy that I don't have my car right now, because it's actually really hard to get a permit to park in Hoboken, until you switch your plates and your license, and that takes time in order to switch, you need to have bills and all that kind of stuff, so I don't have my car right now, so as soon as he said that about New York City, I said, okay, Sounds good when and where. I don't have my car right now because I don't have my permit yet. So I was making it clear that I don't have my car just so that he knows driving is not an option. So you're either going to have to pick me up or send me an Uber. This guy suggests, oh, I'll, I'll find a spot that's close to where the path leads. I'll find a spot near the World Trade Center. So now I know what the path is. I know damn well what it is but I'm gonna act like he didn't just say that. I'm gonna give him a chance to really say it with his chest. Really go ahead and tell me to take the train. I wanna hear you specifically say the words. So I respond saying, oh, the path, what's the path? And it would be believable that I don't know what it is because I did just move here. And he says, the path is the train that takes you from Jersey to New York City. Now I'm like, this guy really just said it. And he proceeds and it gets worse. He says, it only costs like $3, and then he sends a picture of the map for me to know the directions, which route, which train to take from Jersey to the city. Now, I'm just blown away, first of all, the fact that this guy assures me it's only $3, just in case, you know, I I was concerned how much the train would cost, and sends me a map. I am going to figure out how to meet you in the city on the train, when you are asking me on this day. Ladies, let me tell you something. It has nothing to do with the train in and of itself. I worked in Manhattan for many years. I know the trains. I'm I'm no stranger to the subway system. The subway system gets you from point A to point B, absolutely, but on your own accord. I took that when I was going to work or when it was convenient after work, to go meet a friend. You know, if I, when I was in Manhattan often or in Brooklyn, yes, you get around by the subway. The train is what takes you from A to B. But I am in New Jersey and I am your guest to a date. And you are inconveniencing me by having me leave New Jersey to go into the city. And you think that I am going to do my hair, do my makeup, get all dressed. It's pitch black at night. I'm gonna trek my dolled up self to the train, and then figure out how to get from here to there, and then get off the train, find you somehow, meet you in the rush of people. You think that that's what I'm gonna do to come meet you as your guest on a dinner date? You invited me on this date, which means you are responsible for how I'm getting there and how I'm getting home, and. If you disagree to each their own, but there's absolutely no argument here. This is just a matter of where your standards lie. And for me, I have high standards and I ask for the things that I want and I do not keep my mouth shut. And that does not make me any less nice because I don't let guys make this low effort weird gestures for me. This guy is telling me, like, first of all, he's so cheap. The fact that he had to reassure me that the train is only $3 was like the most ick thing I've ever heard in my life. I actually sent the screenshots of the conversation to my good friend, Cornelia, who I interviewed a few episodes back about raising your standards. And I said to her, like, am I crazy? You know, my whole life, I've never had a guy suggest I take public transportation to meet him for dinner. They've either picked me up or sent me a car. Now that I'm up north again, I don't know if that's how they do things here. Like, just reassure me that I'm not crazy. Her response, of course, she's like in caps, like, ha ha, fuck this cheap loser. That's exactly what she said. Fuck this cheap loser. I'm like, thank God. I am not getting over my head now, right? Like, this is definitely not normal, okay? So she's like, trust me, this is not normal. She puts together a little message for me to send. So I tweaked it a minor, minor, minor bit, but ultimately... I sent him the message back that she told me to say. So after he sent me, you know, the map and the whole it's only $3 thing and all that, this is what the response was. Oh, got it, period. Honestly, I don't feel comfortable getting all ready and dressed up to take a train, period. And I don't feel comfortable either with my date telling me I should just take the train because it's only like $3, period. I don't think our priorities or standards align, comma. I think I'll have to pass altogether, but I do hope you have fun at the Halloween party. Backstory, he suggested I go with him to his friend's Halloween party after dinner. Meanwhile, you're not even getting me to dinner at this point. So that's what I said. And he responds with, well, that's how 90% of people in Hoboken get into the city. But okay, you too. So then I responded and I said, and I was real quick with this, real witty. Guess I'm part of the 10% who prefers an Uber, shrugging emoji. And that is just that on that. And I will stay single if that is how a guy thinks that he can treat me or date me. That is just not how you're going to date me. And I will forever ask for the things that I want and make the things that I want be known And open my mouth about it because I am not going to settle for that. I mean, this guy follows me on social media, which I don't even know how he does because I never gave him my last name. He just started randomly telling me one day that he saw what I posted. So I was like, this is interesting because my hinge doesn't even have my username on it. So he follows me on social media. He sees my lifestyle. He sees that I'm successful. I mean, you're talking to a 10% kind of girl. So why do you expect her to do with the 90% of other people are doing when you make it really clear that you have an above average lifestyle you have above average standards and expectations I mean I talk about it all the time if you follow me and see my stuff every day like this guy says that he does you would have to be having selective hearing and selective seeing and reading to skip over the fact that I talk about these things I am so openly vocal about my standards and my lifestyle and what I want. So I don't know why this guy thought he could just treat me like I'm average or like I should do what everybody else does. It just sets the tone for me for what kind of guy that that is. And that's not the kind of guy that I want in my life. So I don't think that it makes me any less nice or mean for not settling for that. I think that I have the right to stick to what I want and wait for what I want while also being able to tell someone why they made me feel uncomfortable or why they are not the person that I want to invest my time into. People are just so used to people catering to their comfort level. It makes them feel some type of way when someone actually speaks out and speaks up. I don't think I'm asking for too much when I say that I want a guy who wouldn't dare suggest that I take the train late at night on a Saturday night. I know that men exist who pick you up or send you an Uber. So I don't think it's that bizarre for me to think that I'm deserving of that kind of man. I don't think that I'm wrong for that. And I don't think that it's my responsibility to cater to everyone else's comfort level because those are the things that I want. I know it exists and I deserve to have it. If I work my ass off to be able to be the type of woman I want to be, then I expect to have a man who is on that same level, who works his ass off to be the type of man that he wants to be for the woman he wants to be with. But just like with your professional life, just like him and Kylie, you got to get real clear on what you want. You have to be intentional. Every single move you make, question you ask, desire that you announce, has to be said or spoken with intention. You have to live an intentional professional life and an intentional personal life to have the career of your dreams and the success of your dreams and the results of your dreams. The community of your dreams and the friendships of your dreams. The boyfriend, girlfriend, or husband or wife of your dreams. You gotta open your mouth and ask for the things that you want You cannot stay silent just to cater to everyone else's comfort level if that is not the life that you are trying to lead. You are worthy of and deserving of results, success, money, love, abundance, good friends, loyal friends, people who plug you, people who talk positively about you, people who support you, people who promote you, people who go out of their way for you, people who want to just spoil you and treat you well. You all deserve that. So... If that is not what is manifesting and coming to fruition right now, it's time to reflect and realize what you allow and what you settle for just by closing your mouth. Let's start opening our mouths. Let's start putting our foot down. I just made the caption of one of my posts the other day, a quote that I came across that says, I will not be remembered as the woman who kept her mouth shut. And I am very okay with that. And it's true. I am very, very okay with that and I'm not sorry if that makes you uncomfortable. I appreciate you all tuning in for another week of For the Girls, and I am so glad that I got up and recorded this all over again. It is now 10.56, so I've been doing this now for an hour and a half, going and cutting and editing and recording and starting again and repeating myself because I want to put only the best content out there for you guys. That is my promise and my pledge to you guys, but that that's the thing here, you know, it is all about your intentions. And if I put out a mediocre podcast episode, it would get low downloads, low listens, I wouldn't get any followers from it, I wouldn't get new subscribers from it. And then I would sit back and say, well, my podcast isn't growing. I'm not seeing the results that I want on my podcast. Well, I put out some subpar below average content that I know isn't good enough for my people. So of course, I'm not going to see results from that shit. Only put your name on something that feels like A plus work. And that is how you are super intentional about the work that you do. And that's how you are going to receive the results of your dreams. Thank you girls for listening. Love every single one of you. Until next time, girls.